Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Henry J. filling in for Tyler Chisholm. Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, episode 64, which is brought to you with support from People's Bank, a locally owned and operated independent community bank since 1921. For a higher level of service for all your banking needs, visit the team at their flagship branch right here in downtown Everett at 2702 Colby. Henry J., how you doing? I'm doing well. Sun's out, guns out. Actually, not really. Yeah, where's your tank top at, bro? I, I need a, a bro-like tank top, apparently. I don't know. Um, good. We hung out on Sunday. You had your last gasp of freedom before you become a dad party, and that was pretty fun. That's right. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, you know soak up all the freedom I can before my first child uh, is born uh, in about a month here or so. It's crazy. It's, it's going to be here before I know it. Are you feeling the pressure? Are you ready? I'm working on it. There's just like a lot of like little things around the house and other, uh, you know, uh, my wife was supposed to have a second baby shower, but then my cousin happens to be pregnant and planned her baby shower the same day. And so like, you know, we're, we're like, is there people going to buy us some of this stuff or should we? So there's, there's a few more things that, that we got to get, but you know, we're, we're getting there. Working know, on it. You're getting grilled on how unbaby proof your house is. So I know everyone was was talking smack the other day but uh so you get for inviting dads over yeah i guess right <laughs> for sure this is pretty good so uh this week we have music photographer christine mitchell from seattle music insider on the show christine has been documenting documenting music in everett including bands that i am in and tyler's in uh, for a couple of years now and we're excited to have her on the show what about any um like big bands that are actually good Wow. But <laughs> just kidding. Crap. Total joke. Total joke. I take it Jeez. back. Jeez. Well, Garrett, do you want to continue on with this ad read? Don't <laughs> screw it up. I'll try not to. We'd like to thank one of our awesome local sponsors, Major League Pizza. Major League makes high quality, delicious pizzas and grinders. You can even get a free personal pizza on your birthday when you sign up for their birthday club. They're right in downtown Everett at 2811 Colby, and you can learn more at MajorLeaguePizza.com. Christine, hi. How are you? Hi, doing well. I'm I'm very excited that you're on the podcast today. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Cool. So, um, first question: mm-hmm. photography. Where yeah. did that love start? How did you get into photography? Well, I always say it was an accident. Um, at Sasquatch 2014, I was assisting a photographer, helping him select photos, and. I had brought my camera for fun. It wasn't even my camera. It was my husband's. And uh, my buddy, he sent me out to take pictures of bands at the small stages. And I was shooting on auto. I had no idea what I was doing. And after that, I was asked to shoot Capitol Hill Block Party that summer. And So you went from, wow, so you went from like straight up. It really, yeah, it was really strange. And I had to watch YouTube to learn how to use my camera and manual. And I would take photos. And when I was at Capitol Hill Block Party, um, my boss, Dave, would, every night, he'd say, well, maybe when you go in the dark, do this. And then when you go back outside, do that. I go, okay, thanks. And I was just <laughs> learning on the fly. Have you always been into, into photography? Not, not just like shooting bands, but in general? Or was that kind of like your first rodeo was, was the assisting? Yeah, really. I, I, I had seen a lot of my a lot of my friends because I was in the journalistic community were photographers and I really appreciated their work. But my background in art is in fibers and collage and I have degrees, but photography never really grabbed me. 
um, except for as a kid, I loved music and I loved looking at record albums and I loved design and I loved Charles Peterson's work with the grunge community and sub pop. So I had, you know, I had knowledge, but it never, it wasn't until I really got out there and just started doing it that I realized that it was awesome. So you said some of your art before photography, fibers? What's yeah. that? Yeah. Well, uh, you had Whiskey Knits on the podcast a couple oh, of weeks yeah, yeah. ago. Um, so anything that has to do with papers or yarn or gotcha. uh, anything like that. So I also knit, I crochet, I know how to weave. And I also do book creation, so I do collaging and bookmaking. Nice. Very cool. So when you first started shooting bands at that first Sasquatch Festival and kind of getting into it, like, were you just hooked right away or what? Well, yeah, it's pretty great when you can pull off a picture and really, like, I'm really a composition person from being a collage artist. And so it really was easy to line everything up and it and really sort of communicate that action of the moment in the music. Um, so... I can't remember where it was. <laughs> <laughs> but you felt like it was like a specific moment? Well, yeah, because I didn't just do that one thing that the guy told me to do and stop. I kept going. And after Capitol Hill Block Party, I shot Bumbershoot. And after that, I just kept shooting more and more and more shows. And uh, it was sort of like really exciting at the time. Oh, sure, I'll go shoot that. Oh, sure, I'll go shoot that. I'll shoot anything. And over time, I really kind of honed in on what I really wanted to do, which was more of a documentarian thing, especially in Everett. Right, right. We'll get to that in a minute. But sure. the, the whole time, like that first Sasquatch, yeah. were you were you working with SMI at the time? Maybe give some background on Seattle Music Insider, too. If oh, you yeah, can. yeah. I um, had been writing for SMI for a little, almost a year at that time. And so my good friend Arlene was photographing and she doesn't like to write and they only allowed one person to go to Sasquatch. They don't allow like a photographer and a writer to go. So she got me in with the whole photography helping this other guy who works for the festival so that I could do the writing. I got you. I got you. Nice. So so give us a little bit of background on Seattle Music Insider because you're still working with them. You're pretty high up. You're an editor. Yeah. So... I've been with them since 2013, fall of 2013, and sort of, I guess, rose up through the ranks. I just keep kept writing and then started photographing, and then I became an editor, and now I'm a partner. I basically, I guess I, I publish most everything now and edit most everything, um, and it just kind of came over time, just persistence, I guess. Very cool. So why, why Everett? Is uh, that that's the question? I think that's the big question: is what what brought you to the every music scene? Why why here and why not like Kent? Why not Kent's music scene or Renton's music scene? <laughs> you know why here? Well, I was born in Granite Falls, so I have a connection to Snohomish County. I have a connection to Everett, and I really was excited to find after being away and going to the UW, getting into the Seattle music scene, getting into journalism and photography, come back here and find that there's something happening. And immediately it grabbed me 
because this is this is my hometown this is where I'm from and that means so much to me um, down in Seattle if you go to a show you'll get into the pit and there'll be five to fifteen other photographers and it's great I love all of my photographer friends it's a great community but when you come up here you don't you don't get that no. and I really feel like there's a need that I can fill that these things are happening at this point in time these bands are creating and i feel like it's really important to me and also important to the people who are here to have a documentation of that it is true as, as somebody who's in these bands it's <laughs> it's really really cool to to have that you know to have these snapshots because when i was a kid like growing up in in marysville when marysville had a music scene there's no photos there's nothing from that all that we have yeah. is like the stories and you know oh if you were there you saw it if you didn't you know you'll never see it so it's it's cool that you that you've latched on to what's happening here in Everett and, and are really documenting it in a beautiful way too I mean the pictures that you take are phenomenal thank they you. really are so. thank you yeah is there a place that people can check your photos out probably on SMI uh, yeah you can go on SMI and you can search under my name you can find uh, all any reviews of shows I also review albums um and I also am on Instagram as at House Tornado. Nice. And how often are you out shooting? Are you at like concerts every night of the week? Uh, I try not to do that to my family. I have three kids and a really nice husband, and I try to keep them happy. So I try to keep kind of a balance. Um, there will be weeks where I'm at four nights in a row, like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I try not to do that too often. But yeah, it's maybe twice a week yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. who are some of your favorite bands that you like to shoot like either local or international bands well I really like shooting Everett bands so of course Bad Optics is I've, they've only p- played a few shows but uh, anything that involves those guys and we're very and photogenic Henry, yeah is it, <laughs> well and it's great well, because Ryan it, is Ryan is no you're all i like taking pictures of you all and what's great about a show like that is i get to be more experimental a lot of times with journalism you have to take journalistic type photos quote unquote um so it's really nice to be able to play with the range of photography um i work a lot with the band thunder pussy in seattle and so they're i'm really good friends with them and so not only do i do um, live shots for them, but I'll hang around with them backstage and just sort of get sort of their life and their process and just sort of their journey in music. And that's another passion of mine. I like to follow them specifically. Nice. Yeah, we'll talk about because you went on tour with them. Well, not kind of. Well, you went. Yeah. You went. You, you went to LA and, and shot them for a couple yeah, of dates, I did. right? Yeah, that's tour. That's uh, you can call that tour. <laughs> you you left here and saw them in, in another place and hung out with them. And I shot them in Canada too. There you go. I didn't yeah. know that. That's very cool. Yeah. So yeah, Garrett, do you have a question? I wasn't really going anywhere. With that. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of um, traveling and kind of going out on on the road and whatnot, any any crazy stories from your travels? Well. Yeah, well, when I went down to L.A., it was really great because it was the Roxy, which is this historic venue on the Sunset Strip. So all these metal bands, all the hair metal bands have played there. And it was really an odd experience because they had this curtain over the stage. And then when the bands would start, they would 
pull back the curtain. It was a little bit hokey, but also kind of cool. And all the dudes there, I guess Steel Panther was headlining. So, Oh, boy. Yeah. That was strange because all the dudes that were there in the audience all were hair. Like it, was, it was like 1987 there right. or something. They, it, they had the, the headbands, and it was really strange because Thunder Pussy is very much a feminist-type band, and the Seal Panther is kind of almost the antithesis of that. So it was an odd show. And then afterwards, we went over to the Rainbow Room, which was next door, which is a really historic bar. It's where Lemmy used to hang out in yeah, Motorhead. Right, Rest right. in peace. So it was really strange, but it was just such a cool moment. And I was so happy that I was able to go down there and be there with them for that. Because it was, it's like it's hard for Everett Bands to break into Seattle. It's hard for other bands to break into the L.A. scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was really huge that they got to play there. And now they've played the Viper Room a couple times, and they're really well-received. So it was a good start. Can you describe, for people who may not know Thunder Pussy, can you can you uh, just give us an overview of, of the band? I feel like you could probably do it justice more than, <laughs> more than I could. They're just rock and roll. And rock and roll, and just in like the purest sense, like the classic sense, I always kind of think of... Um, there are all these wonderful female artists that forge ahead. So there are, you know, female rappers and there are female rock artists and, but we're all kind of, they're all kind of pushing forward into the future. And I feel like Thunder Pussy just stood there and they kicked their leg backward and kicked that door of classic rock back open just for, for the ladies. And, but it's really for everybody. So it's, I, I don't want to be like exclusive or anything. Anybody can like them. Well, their stage show is unbelievable. I saw oh, them at the, at the Yacht Club, and it was just Well, and the Yacht Club is such a weirdo venue, It too. was a weirdo venue. But it, doesn't, but it doesn't matter where they play. They still, I mean, they came out dressed in those crazy little sailor outfits. Right, right. And they're really, they have a costume designer that works with them. And so their whole production, they always give 100% every time. Do you have a favorite type of music photography that you like the best? Like whether it's like live shows or more of the backstage, behind the scenes lifestyle type stuff, big festivals, house shows? I love small venues and I love venues that make it hard on me as a photographer. Some, a lot of people will be like, oh, it's too dark in here. I can't pull a good picture. And to me, it's always a challenge. And... I always feel like if I'm in a place where other people are not, I think when I started photography, um, the festival photographer for Sasquatch told me, if you see everyone going one way, like to the lead singer doing something cool, you should go the other way. And I think I kind of took that to an extreme because I just kind of left the Seattle scene almost. I still go down there, but, and not going to, and I don't love going to the key arena. I don't, and I and I've gone to festivals tons, and I enjoy it. But really, it's just getting down in the dark, really dark, and making my knees just scream the next morning. That's my favorite. How many times have you been kicked in the head? Well, I have. I was kicked in the head once, but I wasn't photographing. That was just at a no effects show. <laughs> okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, you you get banged up though, right? Especially in places oh, with yeah. no photo pit. Like you're in the crowd. Oh yeah, in you the get, front row. You get yeah, you get if there's not a pit, you can totally get squished. And if it's a rap show, you always get champagne poured on you. Um, but I haven't had anything really horrible happen. I know some photographers like 
one guy got spit on by Marilyn Manson. Wow. And I think, um, what's that band from, um, they're from South Africa, Antwerp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, that guy spits on everybody. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Yikes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I remember seeing you at shows, you know, at, at the Anchor. There's still shows there. And... Um, you would be like in between like this little cubby hole in the center of the stage in between the two, the two, uh, subwoofers. You'd just be like down there, like shooting. And you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy to see what you go through to get a shot, you know, as a, as a photographer, as a music photographer. Well, and it's kind of funny because I consider myself to be a really huge introvert. And so I, it's really weird to always have to be in the front and so I think sometimes when I do that, I'm like making myself really small and hoping that no one sees me. But at the same time, if something happens, I like just get right down in there, right in front, and I kneel. And I get I get right at the right place at the right time. And at that moment, none of those other people matter. It's I'm seeing something happening, and I need to get that. And I'm going to do that at any cost. I don't know how crazy I look sometimes. I know I get really sweaty and gross, and like my makeup melts off my face during the course of the night. And yeah, and I get really sore in the morning. I, I don't know. I'm in my 40s. My, my joints, man. It's like you put in as much work as the artists on stage, for sure. Oh, yeah, and um, one of my favorite things, like especially like when Ryan is is playing in Bad Optics or when Thunder Pussy is playing, uh, I know the shows so well or I know how the artists move so well that when they're moving, I feel myself moving almost in tandem. And so it's I get really locked into their movements and I'm always moving around and it's, I really like that. I like that feeling. What do you like the most about shooting music? I like being able to help people. I like being able to um, capture the essence of a band in, in a photograph or the essence of an artist or the essence of a moment in time. Like, I was over at Burn the Stage on EB Island a couple of weeks ago, and it was a really interesting event in a really interesting place. There were just all sorts of holes all over in this cow field and they had little orange cones set out where the holes were and it was a little bit hilarious. And it but it was beautiful. Like they had the sun went down and there's there were maybe fifty to seventy five people there. And if you weren't there, you just wouldn't know unless someone captured that when they set the stage on fire and people were standing there and you see these couples standing together and watching the fire. And so I get behind them and take a picture of it. And that means something to those people. It means something to the people that were there. And so to be able to document that and create something that will stand the test of time, that that's what I love the most. Well, I'm glad that you chose here because I just think it's incredible that, you know, you've done so much for the Everett music scene, the art scene, whatever, like you've done so much in documenting it all. So thank you very much because you've given me uh, a lot of Facebook profile photos over the years (laughs) and um, yeah, you just, you, you make us look legit, I think in, in ways that a lot of people can't do. 
Well, so thank you. You, you are legit. <laughs> well, you know, we're always we're always fighting uphill, right? Especially right. with Seattle. So right. you right. know, you coming here and taking these beautiful photos, these incredible shots, and you know, people in the city or whatever worldwide get to see that. It adds it adds a legitimacy that I feel that we would never have if it wasn't for you. So that's part of my world domination plan. There you go. Well, I'll stop. <laughs> I'll stop stroking your ego now. <laughs> But it's true. It's true. I really do feel that way. And then you also uh, sell prints as well, I hear. Tell us about that. That's really funny. Again, because you don't see many people selling rock band prints, I don't think, anymore. I know Whitney from Thunder Pussy would say, I used to go to Aerosmith shows, and at the merch tables, they would have, you know, signed pictures of Steven Tyler, and I just thought that was the coolest thing. And so... Uh, New Year's Eve, I went down to the showbox and I had a whole photo show on the wall. New Year's Eve at the showbox, and people bought those prints. And it's a really, um, it's a really kind of. It, I feel like it legitimizes me when I get to meet with the people who appreciate what I do. And it's really exciting to be able to actually have a print of your photo. I, I didn't really realize until I started printing the photos that we never do that anymore. I don't do that mm-hmm. with my family photos hardly ever. And I don't know. It's, it's something to be able to hold it in your hands. And it looks really cool. Yeah, in this day and age, I feel like it's just becoming more and more refreshing to get your hands on something tangible. It's just becoming less and less. So that's, that's really cool. And then you do that under the name, it's House Tornado Multimedia? Yeah, that's right. Do you have like a separate kind of thing set up just for that or? Not at this point. My husband's really pushing me to set up a whole website and do my online prints and stuff like that. And I'm just. So right now it's more just kind of special occasions. Yeah. Yeah. If someone wants me to come over and and do a little pop up, I'll do that. Very cool. And uh, how about, do you have any advice for photographers, um, you know, that are looking to uh, you know, document a music scene or, or learn how to shoot bands in general? Uh, just, just do it. Uh, I started out with a really terrible little camera and no knowledge and I just kept doing it and I learned as I went and I'm still learning and really just exploring all of those corners, um, uh, trying out film photography, seeing what that's like. And, uh, also with venues, there are certain venues where you don't necessarily need to get permission to bring your camera in, like the Sunset in Seattle, or the Tractor, or Black Lab, or any place in Everett. Um, so you can go in and practice without having to get permission. Nice, yeah. very mm-hmm. cool. For sure, I feel that I feel that so many young photographers who want to who want to shoot bands are always really afraid of like getting close enough or the feeling like they're too close or too far away or whatever. And I've always said like, you know, um, to people who have, who've wanted to like come and like shoot my bands, I've mm-hmm. always just been like, get up on the stage, do whatever you want to do. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know, like, you know, obviously certain venues have to get permission for that, but you know, get up there, you know, and, and don't, don't care what other people are thinking, you know, just get the shot. I mean, I, 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 I agree with that and I disagree with that. I feel like is that my job is to part of it is to try to stay out of the way a little bit because there are people who paid to see the show and they're there to see the show, not me interacting with the show. But 
at the same time, I'm, I'm a huge fan of getting the shot. So in those times when you need it, you go get it. And then I try to get back out of the way. Yeah, for sure. No, that's, yeah. that's what I meant. Like don't, <laughs> don't stand up on the stage the whole time. But you know, if you want to get that shot, like you, you took a shot of us at the, of me, beautiful mm-hmm. Henry J at the, uh, at the central and you came up like the little catwalk stairway and yeah. got a shot of me up there. So, you know. Yeah, you have to kind of have a little swagger and a little bit of an attitude Mm -hmm. at times and feel like I'm just going to do this. And, you know, it's better to beg forgiveness than ask permission sometimes. Yeah, if you do it confidently, no one will probably ask you any questions. Like, oh, they seem like they know what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I learned a lot about being confident in doing this and just looking like you know what you're doing. It gets you a long way. So we have a few Everett-centric questions uh, that we ask all of our guests. And so we're going to transition here and hop into those real quick. The first one is, uh, how have you seen Everett change since you've been here? Well, I've been here forever. So as a child, you know, I would come to Everett and there was JCPenney and my parents bought their first stereo system there. Um, And then I would go to the dentist in Everett. It was my grandmother's cousin. Um, So it it was a really small close-knit place you didn't have to go too far um it was really exciting when the when the mall was really cool and new Um, and then it was in the 80s so I also saw the decline and I remember coming up to Everett when I was getting married and we were looking for someone to do our flowers and I think there was a drug deal going on in the place like we were upstairs and there was something iffy going on so I've seen kind of both sides and I've really seen it come back now it's super vibrant here and the music scene and the art scene the poetry scene um, people want to be here so I've seen it grow I've seen it go down I've seen it come back and it's really a great thing what do you think Everett's best kept secret is okay I thought about this and it's kind of a strange answer but um, my, I had a family member who was in the hospital last fall, and I found this really cool place. Uh, if you go all the way up the parking garage at the hospital here in the morning, the view is incredible. All the mountains are lit up, and I really found mm-hmm. it. like They get cordoned off the top floor, so you can walk up there and be completely by yourself. And I, it was really restorative for me at the time. And it was, it is secret. You don't just go to the hospital to go get a good view, but it was just gorgeous. And I loved it. And it sticks in my mind. Is it the, is it the hospital over here? Yeah, Pro- uh, Providence. Providence? Or, yeah. yeah, the main campus over on 13th Street there. Yeah. Yeah, that is a gorgeous view from up there. There's the other hospital over here. Yeah, like their women and children's pavilion over off uh, Pacific. And yeah. the parking garage there, you can drive all the way up to the top, and oh. you get you get a view of the water, and it's super nice. Oh, that's cool, that's too. another, yeah. Now there's, mm-hmm. there, you get two secrets on this show. All so, right, there yeah. you go. Uh, do you think Everett is misunderstood? And if so, why? Yeah, I think that they get bad press. Everett gets bad press. And, and I think that people, like, people from Seattle, especially musicians don't really realize that there is actually a music scene up here. I feel like sometimes bands are brought up here and they feel like they're bringing music to Everett and they don't really understand that there are bands already here. Um, So, yeah. I think that 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 could... I try to correct that as much as I can, but it's there. Sure. What, uh, What does Everett need, if anything? 
Hmm. Ooh. I, you know, I, I feel like I need more tasty restaurants, but that's really just me because I really want more eating. I like to eat. What, what are you in the mood for? Any like specific requests of like type of food you'd like to see in Everett? Well, I really, is there a really great Italian place up here? No. Yep. See German. No. No, I don't think so. No. I don't think there's a good German place. In I mean, there's all some good, Washington. there's some good pizza. I don't know about like oh, yeah. traditional, like Italian and yeah, German. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. One. There's no Polish food here either. There's no Italian, uh, bakery mm. too. There's no Italian bakery in like a, in, in right. the Puget Sound. I know. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there you go. There's some ideas if you're thinking about uh, starting a restaurant. Uh, what is your greatest hope for Everett's future? I hope it, it keeps being vibrant without getting huge. I hope it, it stays just mid. Mid. Medium, as my, my son says. Super medium. I don't want it to get super expensive and people to get pushed out i I want the art scene to really thrive that's that's where my heart is yeah very cool awesome well uh next up we have a little game we like to play called fast favorites we're gonna ask you five questions in 60 seconds and if you can answer all five in the 60 seconds you might win a prize all right let's see um, Henry, do you want me to watch the clock and you can ask the questions? Oh, sure. We could do that. All right. I am ready when y'all are. Christina, are you ready? I feel ready. Okay. Here we go. What is your favorite place to eat? The New Mexicans. Favorite place to drink? Toggles. Favorite place to watch the sunset? Um, the ferry. Uh, word to describe Everett? Emerging. And thing to do when you have free time? Read. There we go. Ooh, that was fast. That, that was, was quick. Like 17 seconds. Slow. My goodness. What do you like to read? Rock bios. Rock bios? Nice. I have like piles Fitting. of them in my house. Awesome. So I have the uh, bag of mystery here. You get to pick one prize out of it. Okay. Have you read Keith Richards' Life? Yep. That's a great one. I know. <laughs> what the? Okay, I'm taking this. <sighs> it oh. is the Live and Ever oh, License Plate Frame. cool. Okay, I'm putting this on because I, I don't know if anybody knows, but I have a really tricked out minivan. You do with a lot of cool stickers on it. Mm-hmm. Good things happen here in Everett and probably in your minivan. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. <laughs> so where can uh, where can people find your photography? Where can people connect with you? Where can people buy your stuff? I am on Facebook at uh, House Tornado Multimedia. I'm on Instagram at House Tornado. If you go to housetornado.com, it goes to my Instagram because I don't have a website. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you can email me at housetornado at gmail.com. Christine, thank you so much for being here. For real. I yeah, do appreciate thank it. Thank you. You are one of my favorite people in Everett. Oh, thank you. You're one of my favorite people. I'd, I'd say you're one of my favorites, but I just met you. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you're I, pretty cool, Garrett. I, I, I could see it. Yeah. I could someday. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Thank you for everything that you do. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for hanging out on the Live in Everett podcast. We'd like to hear from you. Send us feedback, hate letters, whatever floats your boat to podcast at liveineverett.com. Or now you can leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. Once again, that number is 425-341-3731. Call us up. 
uh, leave us a voicemail and maybe we'll play it on the show one day. If you're listening on iTunes, take a minute to rate us and subscribe. It helps a ton. And you can keep up with all the good things happening around Everett by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter, The Weekly Goodness, which goes out every single Monday and is packed full of upcoming events, news, a recap of what's new on the blog. Uh, you can subscribe for free over on the website, liveineverett.com slash subscribe. Thanks to Christine for joining us today. Special thanks to Oliver L. Farmy for our theme music and to me, of course, which, by the way, you can catch my show, The Stereo Wire. It's coming to Live in Everett starting August 3rd. I cannot wait. Good things happen in Everett because of you. So thank you so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week, everybody. This is why we're Everett till the grave.